This is Glistening Particles, and I'm Jane, your host. I like to hear inspiring stories for people that I barely know and share them with you, and that's what we do here. I never know how it's going to go. I never know what they're going to say, but it's always a good story. Hey, listeners. You know how much I love this thing called podcasting, right? I might have said it one or 500 times on the show. Well, I found a new way to basically share this passion with others, and that's through podcast consulting. Do you have an idea for a podcast you're looking to get off the ground? Well, definitely get in touch because I would love to work with you to take your idea to launch and let you express yourself out in this world we call podcasting. So check it out at glisteningparticlespodcasting.com. All right, I'm noticing this podcast and I'm thinking, hey, wait a second, this guy's doing just what I'm doing. So he's talking to people who are following their passion, but he's doing something, I have to admit, kind of cooler. He's out there with them. He's out there um, basically talking to them in their space. He goes around to local craftsmen, basically coffee roasters, microbrewers, artists, musicians, all of that and has conversations with them. And I think he and I have a little bit in common. With that, here's Matthew. Hey, listeners, today I'm bringing you another podcaster. His name is Matthew Rodriguez, and I think he's my long lost twin of podcast world because I think we like a lot of the same things. So, hey, Matthew. Howdy. Hi. So howdy, because you're from Tulsa, Oklahoma, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think that that phrase or word has I've gotten used to it so much instead of hi that I say it a lot more now. Really? Is that something yeah. you grew into or it's just like how you grew up? Um, it's something I grew into. I'm originally from Las Vegas, Nevada. So like all this, all, some of the phrasing and accents are a little different for me. Right. So. Are you, I find whenever I go south, um, I start picking up the twang pretty quickly. You know, it's like, I'm like, oh, did I just say y'all like seven times in a sentence? (laughs) I did. (laughs) I hope that means when I go to Italy, I'll actually be able to master the language because I'll just blend really quick. But I have a feeling it's not going to translate the same. Yeah, that'd be awesome to just start speaking it like uh, picking up <laughs> Italian out of nowhere or have that accent. I know. I know. Yeah. That's probably not going to be me. I'll probably have like a German accent in Italy and like a, you know, Hispanic <laughs> accent in Germany or something. Yeah. yeah. Accents have not been my thing. So howdy, just so I fit in with you. Um, so how does one end up going? Well, actually, actually, before we go, let's talk to people about your show. Tell them about your show. Okay. So what, what I do is um, I have, like you said, I have a podcast. It's called Lowkey, L-O-K-E-Y. Um, and what I basically do is I interview coffee roasters, microbreweries, and anything on the local level. So food, um, food trucks, musicians, 
and just kind of get their story and see what they're passionate about. And in our culture and day, we, we've become so passionate about craft that I'm so intrigued why they love craft this, craft that, and mm -hmm. finding all these cool places that create this kind of craft artsy atmosphere too. And, and when I go to a local place or city, I want to get the local stuff. The local um, best, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I want. And I, I've been a coffee guy for a while that I love going to a coffee shop, especially becoming older. I love coffee shops. I love beer. I love food. <laughs> and those are the best three things you want to go, like, check out when you're, when you're older. Well, if you if you actually get to all three of those things, you pretty much get such a broad cross section of the community with those three things that it's almost like seeing it. It's almost like a tourist experience. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because you I get a little that. of everyone. You get the you know you get a little of all the different you know genres of people between those three places. I mean, what else would you add in? Like maybe the library, maybe <laughs> yeah. the music. I mean, that's about it. And then you've got everyone covered. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because like you go to places like Portland, they have like a cool like bookstore. Oh, like I house. love that bookstore. I've been there. Yeah, it's so really cool. cool. It's and, so and, cool. and I don't know other cities with, I think I went to LA and they have a pretty cool bookstore downtown LA. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, I haven't been friend, there. My friend took me to it and it's like there's there's a horror section and <laughs> it it looks really cool. They have like a steel uh steel door and then the books are like in swirly I, I don't know it's just crazy like the atmosphere is crazy see now so. i never would have thought of a bookstore in la like la doesn't like jump the word bookstore into my head so that's good to know that's yeah. another cool thing now portland bookstores make sense because i think we've all heard of that one a number of times i think it's in movies even you know but yeah la i wouldn't have thought of that and at the same time, I wouldn't think of like a Venice Beach type of thing in Portland. So I guess maybe there is one and I don't even know about it. <laughs> yeah, who knows? <laughs> so um, what I love about your your podcast and your what you just said is that it's I think it's because it's a lot like me. I mean, I just love hearing people talk about what they're passionate about because when people talk about that, it's almost like you can soak it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I always learn yeah. something from people when they talk about what they're passionate about, especially if they're really living it. And that's what I was wondering when I saw your work. I really wanted to learn from you while I heard you talk about your passion because you do some pretty cool things on your show. I especially am a little bit psyched about the vlog that you do. So do, when did you start doing that? Um, my vlog, actually, that's recently. I was like, my, my friends started getting into video, mm -hmm. my roommate's. And I saw like how cool it is. And I was like, I, I want to be that cool too. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm saying the same thing. So I want to be as yeah. cool as you, Matthew. Hey, did we even say your name, Matthew Rodriguez? I don't even know. Oh, if yeah. You did my, <laughs> my name's Matthew Rodriguez. <laughs> I do that sometimes on my podcast. So. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that because I'm feeling a little unpro at the moment. <laughs> no, it's totally fine. Um, no, I, uh, I, I saw like, especially like, because my podcast is so centered on somebody's story mm -hmm. and everybody loves like high quality video stuff. Mm -hmm. That's like maybe a minute or two minutes. Right. So I kind of wanted to capture and I'm still learning about video and stuff. I just did um, a video for my sister's wedding, which was crazy because you just, you just got to keep going. But, <laughs> um, 
but everybody loves that and they get captured in those like one or two minutes of, of high quality video mm -hmm. and they just they get more in tuned to the story that way and that, that's one of the reasons why I started I started videoing is because I wanted to capture more of um, their story and their passion in video and stuff and yeah. it's really cool and fun it's so. so beautiful. I mean, and they're really, they're very concise, but just getting a glimpse of the coffee shop and the people and the atmosphere and hearing their voice like in their place, hearing them talk about their place. I really like it. So do you do all of that yourself then or does someone edit them for you? No, I, uh, I, I do everything on myself. Like I got to figure, I've been learning so much about mm. so many different things with audio and um, just like social media and all these other things. And I'm like, I didn't know you had to do this. I didn't know you had to do this. <laughs> I like, say the same thing almost every yeah. day. <laughs> I, I think every episode I do is just a new learning process for me. Um, and, and I have to watch a ton of YouTube videos um, for it and, mm -hmm. and try to figure out stuff. Isn't that what it's, makes it fun, though, is that you know that everyone will be, I mean, aside from learning something from the guest, I always feel like I'm learning a new and better way to do things every time I go through one. It's it, and That's what I love. I like the quest for learning. You know, it's like we're creating craft podcasts. Yeah, or I, I like that it's you're learning these skills that you normally wouldn't learn aside from something else, which is really fun. And you could probably use it somewhere else mm -hmm. not just a podcast well I like your sister's uh -huh. wedding yeah yeah because <laughs> my sister saw my sister saw my vlogs and was like hey can you do my wedding and I was like uh I don't know if I'm ready for that <laughs> well the thing is I think you're doing such a great job on these the vlogs I'm sure if you, I didn't realize you edited those as well they're really well done really Thanks. how did you learn all that um I mean, I, I, I also, I also have to note that I, in high school, mm -hmm. I did do a little video when I was younger. Um, in high school, I was in broadcast and journalism. Okay. So I'd use Final Cut. So I'm kind of used to some of the, some of the stuff. It's just been a while since I've done video again. And I've always been passionate about doing video. Even when I was like five years old, I had a video camera mm. and I'd video me and my little brother doing like random music videos or trying to create these uh these um kind of have you seen the show jackass yeah oh yeah, yeah um, <laughs> the, the that kind of thing we try to do like really dumb stuff and video it and then we'd get the family around <laughs> and and show the family like this video and it was totally stupid and this was <laughs> when you were five it was like five, six, maybe <laughs> when I was like nine or ten, too. Yeah, see, so. I was from a different era. We just live performed the stupid things in front of our families. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. We'd go off and practice like a really stupid skit and then get everybody in the living room and like act it out and do really stupid things in front of people. So same, same idea, different technology. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we had one of those camcorders when we were younger. So And then we'd put things in VHS. <laughs> So, I love how I, you say that like it's ancient. <laughs> it's it's becoming more ancient because because DVD and Blu-ray is coming out and, and yeah, all that. I get it. I know it's just it's like <laughs> technology is moving so fast. It's amazing to me that 
you know, those, it really is ancient. Like if someone handed me a VHS tape, I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> I have nothing to do with that. You know, I don't know what you want me to do with that, but I could, uh, yeah. nothing. I have nothing. Even, I don't even use CDs or DVDs anymore either. Like if someone gives, if they're like, I'll send you the DVD. I'm like, yeah, well, that's not going to do me any good because I don't, my Mac doesn't have a player. Yeah. And I just don't play DVDs anywhere, period. So if you can't download it to me or live stream it to me, it's not happening. Yeah, that's true. So what do you do besides podcasting or is this your whole gig? Is this everything? I have done too uh, many conversations today. I, <laughs> yeah. I keep losing my voice. <laughs> um, podcasting is just kind of like my hobby right now. It's it's not something that I get paid for. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get I get paid in almond butter right now. Um, <laughs> my, my, my sponsor is... Uh, Justin's, um, and they, they send me every now and then they'll send me, um, almond butter, which is great. Um, but my real gig that gets me money and gives me the ability to travel and go to these places is I deliver meals to the elderly and disabled. Mm-hmm. And, Aww. um, that's kind of what got me into podcasting. Cause I, I drive so much for like 10 to 12 hours a day, um, in Oklahoma mm-hmm. in the outskirts of Oklahoma and all I'm doing is like driving podcasts, mm-hmm. driving podcasts. Mm-hmm. And um, that's that's what I do. And I love it. And being with the elderly is really cool. So I love that. Are you going to feature any of them on your podcast? The, the, the elderly? elderly? Yes. Um, I don't know if I can. I mean, with my job, I think there's certain oh. things I can and can't do. Oh, it's probably like a HIPAA thing or something, right? Yeah. Because, man, yeah. they have great stories. You know that? They probably tell you some of them, but they have great stories. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. They have, uh, they have really fantastic <laughs> stories and I love hearing <laughs> about like world war two or, um, or some things back in the day that they did crazy right. that I thought that I think is crazy. And I'm like, why did you do that? And I'm like, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> you know, um, there was another person on the show who, um, uh, one of the rap, the rapper Sammy and Don, this rapping duo from the UK, and one of them, he does. He works in like, uh, oh, what do you call it? A counselor. He's a counselor for elderly, and he basically helps elderly get in um, care, home care, like a place to live. Well, and cool. so he has to really get to know them. And it, like, it was really cool how he said he spends a lot of time really getting to know them, so he gets them the right housing for them. And he said mm-hmm. there was one woman who had like tattoos and these earrings in, and she was probably about 75, but he said, you could tell she lived a wild and crazy life. And like, he so respected her for that, you know? And yeah. I love that, that young people, cause he's probably like 22, 23, has this huge respect for people who have lived, uh, you know, an authentic life. Cause a lot of people act like the elderly are kind of like non-existent, you know? Yeah. Invisible. And- yeah, and I, th- I think, like, for me, like, what I've seen being a younger person, too, is, like, a lot of people treat them like lepers, almost. Right. Like, they're, they're I mean, because they're sick, and, and you need to take care of them a lot, um, but they're still, um, well, what's cool with me is, is that, like, they see this young kid being mm-hmm. able to interact with them, and they probably don't interact with a lot of people, because mm-hmm. they're alone, or, or family issues, and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and... I think it's it's cool because I get to experience their story or hear their story, um, you know, and, and nobody's able to interact with them. I wish more younger people would 
would interact with the elderly. Um, yeah, we're losing something there, don't you know? Don't you think? Uh, you look at other cultures where the elderly are really viewed as the really the wise people, and yeah. they get they get a huge amount of respect, and they um, their stories are heard. And I think in our culture, especially, it seems like there's less and less of that. Yeah, and I think it could be just because traditions or beliefs and stuff, and um, you know, and that that pushes them away too. You know, so. I, I saw this really cool thing that I thought was the most brilliant idea I've seen in a while when it comes to care. They took uh, an elderly care facility where they had, I, I believe it was probably people with like assisted living or maybe had some level of Alzheimer's and they put a nurse, like a daycare in the same building. And wow. so for two hours a day, like in the morning for an hour and in the afternoon for an hour, these two groups of people interact so these mm-hmm. little kids get the experience of being around elderly people and and gaining some of that wisdom and that that their personalities and the elderly people get the joy of being around little kids you know because who doesn't want to be around a bunch of lit up little kids that are happy so it's such yeah. a cool idea I love that I hope we do more of that yeah me too I'd love to see that so um, what was your first who was your first guest on your show. My first guest was my roommate, uh, James. Um, <laughs> is he a coffee yeah. guy or what is the deal? Yeah, no, he, he's, he's been in the coffee industry for, for about five or six years. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he's the one that, that taught me everything about coffee. Mm. I mean, he's so into the science and the, the flavor profiles and, and the detail. I mean, he's really great at what he does. I think he's probably one of the most popular baristas in Tulsa. Like oh, wow. everybody knows who he is, and um, well, what's know, it? Where does he work? We have to say that out loud. Um, he works at Cirque Coffee Roasters. Um, it's probably my. I, I spend majority of the time when my day is off there. Okay. <laughs> uh, just because he's there, and I've gotten to know the staff pretty well, mm-hmm. and they were on my podcast too. Oh, um, nice. The yeah. Nice. But he he used to own he he made his own cold brew for a while. It was Danger Cat's coffee. Okay. And right now it's like on hold because he's thinking rethinking about life and stuff like that, what he wants to do. Hmm. So but yeah, it was it was good it was fantastic cold brew. He had a really cool van and um it was just awesome. So Oh, where did it it's too bad that it's not there, but it's cool that he took the time, you know, whenever you get that that kind of whisper to pause and you take it. I always admire that because I think some people think I'm already on the path. I need to go full speed. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, how often do you talk with people outside of Tulsa? Um, I would say once a month. Um, I like to, I like to travel at least one place once a month or once every two months. Um, kind of this year, kind of, like last year, I feel like I wasn't as um, as focused on it because I was in a relationship and I was focused more on a girl um, than I was my passion, you know. Yeah, I know um, that. I know that story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then um, we ended up parting ways, and um, just this year has been like full force. I'm focusing on the podcast, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm gonna travel everywhere, so and go to all these places and and talk to people and email a bunch of people. In all these places I want to go. So 
I love that. You need to come up to the Madison area and then go someplace here and then I will meet up with you and we'll like dual podcast (laughs) interview people. No, actually I was, um, I was looking at your, you know, your site. And then when I saw the vlogs, I have a friend, uh, actually was on the show who is an independent filmmaker. I'm like, Frank, we need to do this thing. (laughs) I need to get some, we need to do like a a series of um, restaurants and coffee shops in Madison and you come along and you video, you know, video them and create these little one minute blurbs. I mean, it's so cool. So I hope you don't mind if I sort of like uh, jam onto your idea. But we still there's enough room for everyone, right? There's enough places for everyone. Yeah, I mean, there's <laughs> there's there's so many like, especially with microbreweries, mm-hmm. they're constantly popping up. People are creating coffee shops and all these small towns and uh, I mean, food trucks are a big thing too. Oh, and they're constantly yeah. creating. So, I mean, there's, I'm, I'm only covering a small bit and there's so much more. There's thousands more mm-hmm. that I, I still need to um, talk to. So food trucks would be amazing. You know, when I was in Portland, I interviewed, I met a, a coffee maker who had a coffee truck on the big, there's like a 70 pod food truck in downtown Portland. And um, so he was on the show and I'm like, I just wanted to stay there and catch every one of those food truck owners. <laughs> Wouldn't that yeah. be so much fun? It would oh be. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh, hey, I have a question for you then. Okay. Because this whole thing about like really going after your passion, podcasting, for example, but not being able to do it while you're in a relationship, we need to figure that out. So like, <laughs> did you learn something <laughs> from the last one that you'll like do differently going forward? If you feel like sharing, you can totally decline this question if you want, but cause I get it's personal, but I'm like, I'm trying to figure that out too. Like, cause whenever I give up time from my show, cause I, I mean, I don't really have a social life. My show has been my social life for the last year. Yeah. And then when I begin to have a social life, I'm like, oh, I didn't edit that show that was going up tomorrow morning at six o'clock. Crap, yeah. it's 11 o'clock. I need yeah. to do that now. So um, any, did you get any insight, like any learning from that? Or are you just going to wing it the next time and see how it goes? Um, I, th- I think for me personally, like, um, I, ju- I just think it wasn't, we weren't directed in the same kind of passion. Mm. Almost. So um, I think the next time it's like you want somebody to, be able to um, be as passionate as as you in your kind of creative um, passion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I it doesn't even. Enough? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it doesn't have to be the same thing, though. That's the thing. Like, just yeah. if you if you're with someone who has passion about their thing, so they can go off and do their thing, and you can do your thing. But then you come together in the middle here and there. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. my theory of what will work because. Because I would imagine being with another podcaster, there would be some competition. You know what I mean? Yeah. There would be yeah. that, unless they were completely different podcasts. And yeah, we have to figure this out, Matthew, because uh, <laughs> <laughs> it seems like there's more to a complete full life. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Although it's pretty good right now, right? I, I tell you, yeah. I love doing this so much. I think that's part of it. Like, I don't want to give up any of it. Yeah, and, and the the hard thing is like being able to um, give a piece of that to somebody else too, mm-hmm. like a piece of what what you're doing, right? And kind of give up control, like because because the hard thing for me is I'm I do so much of of everything mm-hmm. that like being able to give someone like hear someone's opinion on certain things is hard to hear sometimes, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. giving up control to 
well, I kind of want it this way, and then someone has a different perspective. But that that that's an ongoing thing, I think, just in business in general or in podcasting. So yeah, you know, I have I have someone now who does my social media, and then she's doing other things for me too. So she's a virtual assistant. She's from Canada and lives in Portugal, and she's amazing. And I've really enjoyed collaborating with her because she's you know very bright and energetic and you know, fully aware of the social media work. So she, you know, I learned from her, which I love. And I can give her more things. The more money I can pull together, I can give her more things to do. But yeah. the, but I like the fact that I learned how to do everything myself first. So then when I do get somebody to do pieces of it, I know what's possible. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I think the hardest one to give up will be editing, even though it's my least favorite thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. It's my least favorite thing. Yeah. I mean, I love this part. This is my favorite part right now. What we're doing is my very favorite part. And I even like listening back. Like when I listen back to do the editing, I usually do it like on my bike or at the gym and just listen back. And I'm laughing out loud by myself. People wonder. And I'm like, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> and I'm laughing yeah. at the same place I laughed on the recording, which is even funnier. Yeah, but I it's, do the same yeah, thing. yeah, but it's the physical, like going in and tweaking things that I get. I just don't have as much interest in it. Not that it's hard. It's just not intriguing, you know? Yeah. 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 That's that I, I, I have a problem. Like I procrastinate a lot too. I, <laughs> I like, I like the, the conversation is my favorite part. Mm -hmm. And then also listening back to it mm -hmm. with the whole, like putting in the intro and doing all these other yeah. things. Yeah. Messing with the audio levels. Um, it's, it's just, it's just a hassle sometimes and it's not fun. But. I know it's like a chore. So I think we're both going to need to find a really good post-production editor and then we'll like, we'll, we'll like give him enough work to keep him busy. And so, yeah, I need to do that. I think that's the <laughs> next thing. That's the next help I need. But now I need to first get sponsored a little bit of like, some a little bit of funding. Not, I don't want to sound greedy about it. I just mean more so that because I want to do more. I want to do more shows. I'd love to do two a week. Do you do one a week or do you do more? Um, I usually um, I usually just send out one a week. Okay. Um, so so people can really experience um, just that uh, that story or really just take in that story. Oh, nice. And, yeah, because I, I want I want them to be able to to be able to pay attention to that. Like, so, so that place can get mm -hmm. for that week attention. Like oh. I want people to pay attention to that place for a week because I, I, at first I had like two episodes a week and I felt like it wasn't fair to whatever company I was, um, oh. I did a podcast with and, and it's hard to, to edit during the week. Yeah. Um, yeah two episodes a week and, and post something and then I have to figure out all the social media stuff and, and, uh, and everything else, putting it in my website and stuff. So I, I, I really like just posting one episode a week. Well, I like um, your reason for that. That's much more, that's better than mine because the reason I want to do two to 10 shows a week is because I want to talk to two to 10 people a week. Not because yeah. it's about, <laughs> because it's about, um, the people listening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I guess it's a little bit self selfish. Maybe people will just talk to me without having to be on my show. That would be awesome. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, how did you end up getting interested in this line of work? So just from listening, was that what started it? So what, what, 
what made me get into podcasting was my delivery job, of course, mm-hmm. listening to podcasts. And there was a very um, interesting conversation in the morning with my mom. I, I, I have like morning conversations with my mom. Um, and we were talking, like I throw out all these ideas at her, like maybe I should do this for my career path or maybe I should do this. And one day I was like, maybe I could start a podcast. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, what's, what's a podcast? So I started describing, <laughs> describing that to her. And she's like, is it kind of like a business? Can you make money off of it? And I'm like, eventually, um, from advertising, you can. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I do love traveling. Um, so maybe I could do that. But at first, the first podcast I wanted to start, because I love sports, mm-hmm. was, was a sports podcast. Okay. I wanted to be like um, ESPN or the guys on ESPN or the commentators mm-hmm. on ESPN or, um, there's something else that's kind of a, a, um, what do you, what do you call those? Like a, like a treat to me or a secret treat, something that's kind a, of a guilty pleasure, guilty pleasure, that's <laughs> the word I'm looking for. <laughs> a guilty, a guilty, you see how quickly I came up with that, but anyway, go uh, on. <laughs> yeah. Um, something that's a guilty pleasure for me is I love, um, WWE, which is wrestling. Okay. And, um, and I, I've listened to like wrestling podcasts and I was like, I want to start my wrestling podcast. And then I listened to topical podcasts too. And I was like, I want to start a topical. <laughs> so I was trying to start like three podcasts at a time. Oh, wow. And, and it was just, it was, it was not a good idea. <laughs> um, the sports one didn't, didn't go out too, too great because my only source was me and my brother and ESPN. <laughs> and then um, the wrestling one, it was just hard to to watch. Like, there's so much content in wrestling mm-hmm. right now. Um, they have hours and hours of wrestling, and I'm just like, this is exhausting. Right. <laughs> well, and there's a lot of podcasts about it, too. So it's like finding that niche is tricky as well. Like MMA, there's like a gazillion. There's a lot of MMA podcasts right now because it's awesome or football or basketball. So it's hard to kind of get, find your niche in there. Yeah. And and what originally got me to, to doing this is a lot of people ask me, because I travel a lot, I go Mm -hmm. to different places and I go to coffee shops, I go to these breweries and people are like, well, Matt, where would you go in the city? Where would you go Mm -hmm. in this city? Mm -hmm. Uh, And I'm like, here, go here, go here. And I was like, what if, I started to create an audio format of mm-hmm. people's stories of these places because I enjoy them so much mm-hmm. and I want people to have an experience kind of like I had, but just with the owner right. because people may not get this personal story as, as I get with, with an owner, you know? Um, and some people are kind of shy right. and uh, don't know how to create conversations. But if, if people have a story to listen to, or an audio mm-hmm. format of somebody's story of a coffee shop or a brewery, um, and they connect to that, they'll want to go to that place. You know what I was thinking? It, this just came to me. Um, first of all, okay, two things, two things. First of all, what I love about your show and the format and the theme is that you're really serving three purposes, right? So you're getting the joy of hearing the stories, which is awesome. Yeah. The, the business is getting the recognition for the store for what they've created, which is a really you know unique and craft environment for whatever they're selling. 
And then the people who want to go there have a way to find out more about it before they go there. So I think it's so cool because you're really serving while you're enjoying what you love. Yeah. It just occurred to me, you should start posting your episodes on Yelp for those businesses. Yeah, I'll look into that. Post the link link as a comment. That would be awesome. That would be totally awesome. Yeah. (laughs) All right. All right. (laughs) I am full of ideas. I don't know if you knew that coming into this show because you probably don't know me at all. But yeah, that's my gig. Full of ideas. I mean, mean, we kind of just met, you know. I know we did. (laughs) Like literally um, 43 minutes or 40 minutes ago. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I think that would be so cool because I was using Yelp a lot this weekend. And, you know, you see the little comments people say, but... I probably would have watched or listened to or would have for sure watched the video, the vlog, if um, mm-hmm. if it was posted there, linked there. And if we were driving somewhere and had time, I would probably listen to the podcast just to hear more about it. Yeah. You should do that. I think I just yeah. invented something right here live. <laughs> I wonder if I can do that. <laughs> probably no. could. Yeah. Anyway, I don't do very many. I haven't had very many restaurants or anything that are on Yelp, but something to think about. Yeah. So um, of your of all your conversations you've had, because you've got like 50 some odd episodes, right? 50? Yeah. 56, 57, I think. So you've been doing this about a year then? Yeah. Yeah. I've been doing it for about a year. I started last June. Okay. And then I've just been just been going since last June. So cool. Mine started in August. So we're really close. See, we are really seriously like podcast twins i think or something <laughs> we have the same theme. Yeah. actually i used to have a um, blog called random acquaintances uh, okay. com which to me meant people you meet randomly and you talk to them and your lives are changed because you hear a story until someone said yeah i didn't go visit your blog because i thought it was going to be like mm, adult or something <laughs> like it never <laughs> occurred to me it no that random acquaintances never occurred to me that someone would think that until they said that now i can't unhear it so anyway it's not yeah. it's totally safe and pg but um that's what i would write about so when i read your bio i'm like oh my gosh he could have been like written my blog he's like the same thinking thinks the same as me so that was really cool that's funny so yeah. when, when you look back at the 50 plus episodes you've done are there are there any like really great stories of like either chaos during the recording process or one that like the guests just like blew you away like totally surprised you um and i'll give you time to think about that because that was really way out of the yeah. field <laughs> <laughs> should i hum some music i would well i can't because i can't sing so that one uh, no it's okay <laughs> Do you play an um, instrument? Oh, I'll tell you my favorite cereal while you're thinking. How about that? Okay. Because I notice you ask yeah. people that a lot. Yeah. It's like okay. original life. Oh, that that's a good that's a good one. Mouth is watering. Thanks for that. Okay, go on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it, it's hard to pick like anything that's because every every story or every podcast that I do. Um, there's just something new to mm-hmm. it. I mean, there's there's the obvious, um, the obvious. There, I mean, being in coffee, beer, food, and and hearing musicians. There's there's obvious questions that come up that are similar mm-hmm. and similar stories, like struggles and stuff like that. Um, but each each one, each individual one is just is so different that they're. It's hard to pick like one that really sticks out. Mm. Um, but one that like my fans or my fan base that talks to me about a lot is um, 
is Bearco's. Um, just because, um, how passionate he is with his coffee, um, and the way he talks and, um, seeing his relationship as a surfer, as Mm -hmm. a skater and being in a big coffee industry, um, place, and then moving to, to create his own small business on the beach, which is fantastic. Um, but I, I love what I love about like coffee shops and microbreweries and the stories I've heard is, is just kind of this, this struggle. Mm-hmm. And then like the year two process of grinding it out. But now it's become such a community thing and mm-hmm. such a such a cool thing that they created. But yeah, it's hard to pick one. Oh, that's, <laughs> I get I totally get that. Like, I don't think yeah. I could list a favorite guest, but we've definitely had some, you know, my my favorite are the awkward moments, you know, where all of a sudden they say something. I'm like, wow did not yeah. see that coming but that's awesome yeah <laughs> that's probably my personal favorite um or when they talk about something that i also have a passion about so i'm learning like talking with you right now is really exciting because we do the same thing and i'm very passionate about podcasting so it's kind of fun just like being in a club it's like being in a podcasting club with you so that's awesome yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then and then also you get so attached like yes. for me i get attached to to every owner that I meet because do of the you? story. Do you? Yeah. I do too. Yeah. Like, I feel like my guests are like, can I just keep, you know, can I email you and say, hey, can I call you up? And like, can we be best friends now? And some of them put up with that. And then some of them are like, oh, yeah, that was just like a one-time thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it is like that. I get real, like, it's really an attachment. So I'm so glad that you said that because I thought there was something weird with me. And now I know either we're both super weird or it's just normal. I think it's just a podcast thing. Survey of two. We've got a survey of two going on here. So that's good. I I know exactly what you mean, though. And you just want them to succeed. You want them to live their like their dreams and all of that. Yeah, totally Mm -hmm. get that. Yeah. So where are you headed next for um, just going to get stories? Do you have like a certain city that you want to go? Yeah, I want to go conquer like five stories in that city. Oh man, uh, there's a ton of cities uh-huh. uh, that that I, I I mean there's there's been people email me and they're like you should come here like coffee shops will email me or breweries will be like you should come out here. Um, um, I mean Portland is one city that I I have a lot of um, connections out mm-hmm. there and I would love to go out there again. I've been there multiple times and I just. I'm in love with that city. Um, okay, well, you need to go there the weekend of December first because okay, I, I okay. will I will be there for the the trifecta of um, coffee shops, whiskey, and okay. food carts, and we're just going to keep rotating that cycle. Okay, coffee shop, then whiskey, then food carts. I might go in a different order, but that's what we're doing. There's talk of tattoos, which my brother oh, still is. It's and it's a no spouse deal. It's like three people, no spouses. No stories are taken out of the 48 hours in Portland. So you're welcome to meet up with us there. It's going to be so okay. fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, Actually, there might know. be a burlesque dancer coming up from L.A. to join us as well. Uh-oh. Like a Whoa. famous burlesque dancer. So, really? hmm Wow. Yep. Oh, yeah. It's going to get big. <laughs> <laughs> um, so December another... 1st, write that down. Okay. I'm writing it down right now. Okay. But but an, another like couple cities is the other Portland, um, Portland, Maine, oh. um, Minneapolis. Um, those are cities that I just want to 
go up to and connect. And, and I haven't nice. been up north. I want I want to check out Milwaukee because I've heard a lot of good things in Milwaukee. Um, I have an hour and, from there, so I can, uh, yeah, I can. Yeah. I know people in Milwaukee, so I can get you some names. Okay. Yeah. Um, but my next my next journey um, is actually this weekend. I'm headed to Tucson. Um, there's a couple of breweries that I'm interviewing and then a coffee shop. So, and then I'm, I'm meeting up with some of the old episodes I've done in, in Tucson and hanging out with the owners too and, hmm. and kind of revisiting and see, see seeing um, how, how they've been doing and um, seeing how progress has happened. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I like that. I do. I've been doing some of that too, like circling back with guests who are like the one that just went up today was this couple from Argentina who were in the U.S. doing like the van life and now they're in New Zealand. And yeah. so we did a second episode. They're just like so fascinating to begin with and then really well loved by the gas, or by the fans. So it was really fun doing that. And I'm doing that with a few of them going back going, hey, what's going on now? Because they're all doing cool things, you know? Yeah, that's cool. So how far is Tucson from uh, Tulsa? Is that like a flight? Uh, yeah, it's a flight. Okay. Um, it. I mean, I've driven there, and it's not the best drive. It's mm. about fifteen hours. Oh, yeah, um, to that's drive a flight. There. <laughs> yeah. That's for sure a flight. Anytime it's uh, so, over over an hour, I want to fly. So not really, but yeah, yeah I'd like I, to. I I actually drove last year because um, I like this band, Explosions in the Sky. I drove 15 hours from Tulsa to Phoenix, and that was like I did it in one day, and I was like, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> you know, the things we do for a band, really, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. I'm the same. I've done a lot of crazy things to see a band at the right time. <laughs> Usually it involves a lot of money, more than a drive, but it's still, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. So um, how many bands have you had on your show? Um, I mean, I've, I've had singer songwriters on my show. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've had two or three just local musicians. Mm-hmm. No, I've had four lo- lo- local musicians. I think I've had one full band, mm-hmm. um, and they were pretty cool, but I've had three mus- singer songwriters on, on my podcast. So nice. So is there another like category of people you're hoping to bring into the fold? Um, like what? What do you mean? Well, that? like you have um, coffee people and microbreweries and food and music. Do you have anything like like else, like uh, woodworkers or painters or anything like that that you're looking to bring into the fold of uh, the the mix of what you do for your show? Um, I mean, anything that I I would like anything that's unique. Mm-hmm. Um, like I had uh, an artist on mm-hmm. um, one time, and that was pretty cool. Um, he he owns like a an art company, graphic design and stuff, mm-hmm. which was pretty cool to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, I may do a comic book store. We're, I'm still in the process of that in Tulsa, um, kind of seeing how that is, huh. the comic world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a whole other world too. That's the thing I love is getting into like a – like a subculture that I know nothing about. Yeah. Like I just interviewed a really popular um, skateboarder and I know oh. nothing about skateboarding and it was just utterly fascinating. I was, I think my jaw was dropped most of the time during the conversation. So thank God video wasn't on. And uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was really fun. He was, uh, he's from California right now. So he was really fun. 
That makes uh, sense. Can I make some requests on on what kind of food you bring on? Can you like find a craft ice cream maker and to oh, bring yeah. and maybe like a cupcake place, not like these super trendy ones that people that like have way too much frosting on top, but you know, like the really good, really good cupcakes that you would buy like every day. There's this place now. My mouth is watering again. Darn it. Um, there's this place I went to in California. When I got back, I actually called them to see if they ship them back. <laughs> if they'd ship me some, they said, no, that's crazy. So, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's actually, there's actually a ice creamery here in Tulsa that, um, just opened up like four or five months ago. Perfect. Um, Perfect. they're like, they, they make their ice cream, um, fresh and, um, there was, there was supposed to be one when I was on my journey to Omaha. Um, but we, we just didn't connect and mm -hmm. he was out of town. The owner was out of town, but Oh man, it was, their ice cream was on par the best ice cream I've ever had. Oh, so, oh. Yeah. well you have to go back that way. It's time for another journey over there. Yeah. I like how you say that your journey to where were you going? Omaha. Yeah. Do you, do you, um, usually book up a bunch of things and then you like you get a bunch lined up tentatively and then line up a weekend where you'll go hit a bunch of them at the same time. Is that how you yes. do it? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's usually how I do it. Um, so I could just have a couple couple episodes in the books yeah. for the next couple of weeks. So Have you ever run out of episodes? Yeah. Actually, this week I'm not going to have an episode. <laughs> <gasps> oh, yeah. no. You should interview yeah. me. That's what you should do. <laughs> I could. <laughs> you yeah. could. You totally could. <laughs> I'm I'm a craft yeah. person. I'm crafty. So That's that true. I've, <laughs> I've 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 had a podcast on my podcast before. So well, anytime I'm open to it because I I was a guest for a couple of of uh, shows and it's really actually fun to be on the other side oh, yeah. once in a while. Oh yeah, it feels weird too. Yeah, like, I'm just like oh, this person's asking me questions. <laughs> <laughs> do you keep trying to take over? That's what I kept trying to do. I'm like, oh yeah, it's not my turn. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not supposed to be the one asking questions. Yeah. Yeah, I run into that a lot. It's uh, yeah. Um, so what is the like? What is your next big thing that you like? Do you have a goal for this year for your show coming into 2018 that you want to do this like something new or different? Or is, um, unless it's top secret, then don't say it. Oh no, I don't. I don't. I don't have any secrets right now. Okay. Um, oh, right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but tomorrow, yeah. Okay. Eventually, like next year, 2018, mm -hmm. I really want to make crisp, like cheesy, like bad Christmas sweaters. But that's like. <laughs> <laughs> no way. No way. Yeah. Okay, describe one. Can you describe one of them so oh, I can get a visual? I, or do you have um, one? Do you want? I don't. I don't have one. Okay. I, I just. I want to make like. <laughs> ugly, ugly Christmas sweater at some point, you know, okay. with, with my my logo. But we'll see how that that turns out. That's next year. It's next well, year long term plan. Okay, that is long term, um, a whole year ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but also, like, I think for me, is one huge thing is sponsorship. Um, I mean, Justin's is cool, but like being able to bring in revenue so I could travel more for my expenses and stuff like that. Totally so, get it. That's exactly yeah. what's on my agenda. Only because I want to bring more stories. You know what I mean? And there's and I want to do more. I would love to do more in person interviews, which is still a practice for me. You're, you seem to be really great at it. It's really a practice for me. But there's something about being able to see people in their element that would yeah. add so much to it. 
Yeah. And being, being like being in those atmospheres, Mm -hmm. interviewing those people in their space, Mm -hmm. it's just, it creates an organic environment. That's, that's just great for, I mean, I think from, from my show and, and to be able to, to be around and experience everything, um, is really cool. Mm. Do they have any of those, um, like podcast studios in Tulsa where you can go rent time to do recordings? Um, I think so, but I've never, I've never gone out into one. Yeah, I, I haven't either. And we don't have one that I'm aware of in Madison, but I was in a studio a couple weeks ago that's more of a music studio and I recorded an episode there. It was the person studio. So it was in their element, but I thought maybe that would be another way to um, do something different. You know what I mean? Like get a different yeah. twist on it. So. I always wonder what that would what that's like to be in like an official studio. You'd have to know a lot more gadgets, though. I think. Yeah, yeah, you'd have to get a lot more gadgets. Yeah, I think I'm busy enough with all these mics and cords and things like that that I'm trying to figure out half the time. Yeah. So you know the number one podcast question that you ask a podcaster, right? What's that? What kind of mic do you have? Um, I have a Perception, I believe, mic. 220. Now, do you use one mic when you're recording people? Yes. How do you pick up both people? Um, usually my mic is, I think with, with perception mics, it's, it's pretty easy if you're kind of closer, both are close and the mic's got a pretty good wide range of, of picking up um, the volume. So you don't have to be both like leaning into it and talking or something. No, not okay. at all. Nice. So, and then I got one of those little filters that oh, protects yeah, yeah. it with the little stocking kind of thing on it that gets. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you pick up a lot of background at a coffee shop, like a lot of clanking spoons and chatter? Um, sometimes. I mean, it just depends where I where I position my mic. Yeah. To where, if if our backs are close by the kitchen and the espresso machine, uh-huh. then it'll pick up all those. <laughs> Sign this those sounds in the background, uh-huh. right? But if if it's against the wall, then it's totally fine. Oh, well, that's so. so cool! I'm gonna have to ask you offline some more of these technical tips because my one interview in a coffee shop was more coffee shop than interview. I mean, like I made the mistake oh. of sitting <clears throat> with a, a table behind me that had they were I think going through their homeschooling curriculum and they had a lot of coffee and clanky things. Plus, they were talking nonstop, so yeah, that was hard to pull yeah. out later. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, I'm okay with, with, with me, like I'm okay with, with the sounds in the background too, because it makes it more mm-hmm. organic too. Cause you get to hear the coffee shop and everything around. Well, that's the um, thing. Like I kind of liked it, but, um, yeah. my brother, you know, who recommended you, he's got a friend who can't stand the sound of like clanking dishes. So he's like, mm. she would never listen to that episode because it would drive her crazy. <laughs> so actually she might not ever listen to your show. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of that before it all came out. So yeah, sorry about that. But um, yeah, that's weird. I and the other thing though is, people think you have to have like thousands and thousands of dollars of equipment to start a podcast, and you really don't. And mm. what I found is sometimes like you and I, who are kind of you know uh, hobbyist into pro level, I guess. You know, we have pretty basic equipment, but then you'll hear a podcast that's by probably a highly sponsored person and it sounds really crappy. And I'm like, how does that happen? You know, how is that? 
That should sound amazing because they have to have more money for equipment than me. Yeah. Do you find that too? Because you listen to a lot, right? Yeah. um, There are some that are like that, but most on the the sponsored level, they try to make their audio so clean because because they're sponsored and they don't want to lose their sponsor. So yeah, I wonder uh, how those happen sometimes where they aren't, you know, but who knows? Uh, yeah. So, um, just, Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, it just depends on the show. Yeah, that's true. Um, so what was I going to ask now? Oh, wow. There it went. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you have, you have a sponsor and you get almond butter, right? Is mm-hmm. that your deal? Which is good. I love almond butter. That's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't pay bills, but it's still almond butter. Right? Yeah. It, <laughs> it, it pays on the spread, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, okay. So what was my last question? I had one lined up for you and it went right on. My, oh, what's your favorite cereal that we need to know now? Oh, me? Uh, man. Wow. There's so many. Um, I think the two that always I always battle with. And it, it's such a hard decision is, is Captain, Captain Crunch and Lucky Charms. Just because the, <laughs> the, the marshmallows in Lucky Charms are so amazing. Except like cereal's really, really bad for you. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't need the sugar cereal. And stuff. I don't yeah. need it, but I know what I love. If I were, good, if I were gonna buy a box of life, it yeah. would be gone in like a day and a half. That's why I, just, yeah. I don't buy it. Yeah, I, I mean, I used to eat cereal a ton. I don't I eat know. it as much. Uh, unless it's like organic because our culture is into organic stuff yeah and it's good for you you know we're supposed right. to, it's good to be healthy um i do love cereal i'm craving it now big time yeah. so thanks for that you're welcome <laughs> um but i love um peanut butter cap crunch too i used to shout <gasps> oh, out uh, that's like my it. second favorite the peanut butter i forgot about that thanks good now i've got that in my head too <laughs> and i like how you're so tempted to say cap'n it's Cap'n Crunch because it's really Cap'n, not Captain. Yeah. And I knew you wanted to say it, but you were trying to be like articulate about it. But it's really Cap'n. Cap'n yeah. Crunch. So do you have a dream guest? Like someone that, oh, my gosh, if I could have that person on my show, I would feel like, whoa, that was the moment. Yes, I do. Um, that? Um, there is a podcast I listen to um, called Cat and Cloud. Um, they're in Santa Cruz. California and I would eventually like I would love to have them on my podcast and be on their podcast they're like big into coffee explain everything about coffee um, they started a podcast and eventually got a coffee shop and they're just really cool guys mm. um, like they're big in the coffee world um, and then um, beer wise brewery wise there's a place called Avery in Colorado uh-huh. Um, I've just, I've heard so much about their story. I've watched so many videos uh-huh. and they're just a really cool place and seeing where they've come from is, it's just, it's just, it blows my mind cause they're a microbrewery and now they're kind of a little, little bigger than a microbrewery. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've been a big staple in, in Denver. Um, so I don't know food wise. I mean, I, I just love food. So <laughs> I love, well, I love the way that you, I think I'm a little envious of the fact that you have a very specific demographic on your show because you really can research that thing and find people that way. Whereas yeah. my whole purpose is to have people all around the world and have no de- have no specific demographic, no like slice. It's really just people. I mean, the slice is people who are following their passion. That's it. And yeah. so 
it's a trickier thing to find, you know, to search on and find, you know, videos or stories or whatever, because it's all over the board, you know, so I'm a little bit envious of that. That was good thinking on your part. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> you know, one of the things that I had uh, when I was out in California once, I was at this farmer's market, and this guy was selling like micro, it's not micro brew because they don't brew it, but it was soda that he made in small batches. And oh. they were like amazing. It was one, the one that I tried was like, uh, it was like lavender and honey flavored yeah. soda. And it was so good. And I don't really drink soda. So, but he was just so charming that I couldn't say no. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. I'll drink your soda. Just give me some more, you know. But it was such, <laughs> and I, when I went back again, I tried to find him because I wanted to get him. This this is before and after I had the show. And I'm like, oh, he wasn't there. But that would be another, I think there's a lot going on in that particular um, market as well, where people are making really different and beautiful kinds of sodas. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a big thing happening too. Yeah. And distilleries, micro distilleries. Do they call them micro? Is it micro? Does that like apply to anything or is that only for brewing? I have no clue. Like I, <laughs> I, I like I only know <clears throat> the thing is with me, I know beer. I haven't gotten into distilling, even mm-hmm. though there's like a couple places, distilleries that have reached out to me and they're like, Come come to our distillery and we could be on your podcast and we could describe whiskey to you or describe uh-huh. Um, our other liqueurs, and I was like, man, I'll, I'm not into liquor as uh-huh. well because it's really hard on my stomach, mm-hmm. but maybe maybe I'll get into that eventually. We'll see. Hey, I've <laughs> got a, yeah, I've got an episode coming up with a woman who is uh, you know, a per- private individual doing distilling, and you'll have to listen because she it was mind-boggling what goes into it and the way that she described it and her skill. I think you'd yeah. find it interesting. You might... You might you might want to have her on your show. You just wait and see. You never know. She even brought me little tiny bottles, not like tiny airplane bottles, but um, <laughs> but bottles of uh, rum and whiskey that she Ooh. made. I know they're gonna sit there for a while till the, just the right time. But what, the the whiskey is a sixteen year whiskey. Wow, I know. that'd be interesting. I know. Yeah, she's got barrels apparently in California. She lives here. She's trying to buy a castle. She wants to buy a castle and then have a distillery in it and show people like all the processes that go on. That's cool. I know. It's good to have a dream. Yeah. All right. Anything anything else you want me to be sure that we cover uh, while we have you on here? Is there anything I I missed? I don't know. Is there? (laughs) Oh, you said you love sports. Did you play sports? Uh, I did when I was, when I was younger, I, I, uh, I played football Play a little bit of soccer. Um, played baseball. Hmm. That's a lot. My base, of, a lot. My my baseball experience was really short lived. It was when I was like six or seven years old. Um, I played on the Cleveland Indians. And wait, the actual um, actual Cleveland Indians, like the not not the pro. I mean, it was it was the in in the league they had like the real teams, which was really weird. Uh-huh. Um, but I my only like my defining moment in my baseball history was that I got hit by a ball and I got on base and then I went to the bench because my foot was already hurting. (laughs) (laughs) That was a really great story. You need to bring that one up more often. (laughs) Because my my foot hurt. 
You don't hear that yeah. very often in baseball. Yeah. You hear that in soccer, not so much in baseball. No. Sorry. My mom was like, you need to stay out there. And I was like, <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> I, I'm just, I, mom, I'm just here for the, the gummies and the Capri Suns. Right. It was early on. You knew it was about the food and the drinks, right? Yeah. You knew that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a perfect way to wrap this. Uh, so why don't you tell people where they can find you and your show? Okay. My, uh, my website is www.lowkeypodcast.com. And that's where I post blogs. I have t-shirts also on sale and then you could catch, you could catch the episodes on there too. I'm also on iTunes. Um, and, um, I have an Instagram low, um, underscore key podcasts. And then, um, I have a Facebook too that you can go check out too as well. All right. I'll be sure to link all of those in the show notes so people can find you and start listening and subscribe to you on iTunes and start hearing these stories because who doesn't want to hear about food? alcohol, and coffee all the time. Of course. All of course. Time. Yeah. Well, <laughs> thanks so much, Matt. This has been really a blast hearing your story. I'm so glad to connect with another podcaster. Yeah, it's, it's really been fun. fun. Yeah, definitely. Well, take care. You too. Okay, bye. Bye. Well, that was sure fun. If there's something about talking with someone who kind of knows what you're doing, it uh, makes it fun and you can't get away with much. So with Matthew, it reminded me of how many people I've talked with lately who are following their passion, but at the same time, kind of doing this really cool thing, serving people. We had uh, we had the, the rappers who were doing social work. We had the artist recently who was working with special ed children. And then you've got Matthew out there delivering meals to people who can't get them. It's pretty cool. And what I learned from him was for sure, I need to get out and do more recordings in person. So I'm going to have to figure out all this technology and get it road ready and get out there and do more of these in person because it looks like he's having way too much fun. And I can't really do vlogging in my office by myself. So I'm going to have to get out there and see people. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. See you soon. So, are you following your passion, inspiring people, and willing to share your story? Then find me, because that's what I do. And remember, keep up with all the news by visiting glisteningparticles.com and signing up for the newsletter where you'll get the inside scoop on where I'll be wandering next, some guest updates, and the latest random acquaintance story. For up-to-the-moment shenanigans, follow the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you see me post from down the road at your local diner, be sure to drop everything and come say hi, because I love to meet the listeners. Until next time, keep shining. Keep shining.